you had elves working here? Boy, you're you're hilarious, my friend. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, get get back to the story, please. Uh, <clears throat> so on the cover above the title. Does Santa know that you left the workshop? You know, we're all laughing our heads off. Did you have to borrow a reindeer to get down here? Buddy, go back to the basement. Hey, Jackweed, I get more action in a week than you've had your entire life. I've got houses in LA, Paris, and Vail. Oh. Each one of them with a 70-inch plasma screen. So I suggest you wipe that stupid smile off your face before I come over there and smack it off. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Yep, that is uh, Will Ferrell in the movie Elf. And with the... Uh, of course, uh, I don't know the actor's name. But he, you know, he, played, he was in Game of Thrones. He was a major role in Game of Thrones. But funny, funny scene. And I'm sure a lot of you are feeling that anger after last week's start of the playoffs. And welcome to Fantasy Football Junkies. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Uh, we're we're going to try to to calm the, the nerves and, ke- and, get, and get you back into not wanting to quit fantasy football forever and ever and ever. My name is Bonzi Spanky. He's here with me right now. Spank, how are you doing today, bud? Uh, I think I would be more upset after last week's, uh, I'm just going to call them shenanigans in the fantasy football world. Uh, if I, I was in the playoffs in two leagues, I missed it. I got smoked in one, and I'm advancing to the title game this week. So I think I'd be more angry if I would have missed it in both, but I'm still hope is alive. But other than that, Sun is out. Life is good. We still got fantasy football. Sounds good, man. Now, uh, you know, I had a uh, bye week uh, last week in the first round of the playoffs, and we, you know, we we touched on it a lot uh, in last week's podcast. The COVID rules, the COVID uh, teams, you know, the player, literally teams, the, like starting lineups were were out, and you really had to watch. Uh, going up to you know game time on Thursday night, game time Saturday, game time Sunday, and then Monday and Tuesday when they postpone these games. And I'm telling you right now, I mean, I, I have come to the conclusion after especially listening to so many fantasy football or just just real football experts that know way more than you and I do. You know, the NFL they're they're not going to cancel games. They're not going to cancel the season. It's going to play out. It's going to finish. Even if they have to play games at stadiums that that you can play all outdoors at, I mean they're just going to do it. They're going to they're going to give my friend Spanky a phone call pretty soon from the Cleveland Browns. I guarantee it. If you can still put on those pads, I mean that's how that's how desperate I think these these teams are, or the league is that about finishing this season, Spanky. So you know you might be starting players that you never thought about starting, and I think I'm in that boat right now, trying to claim some guys off of waivers that. We're going to address right now here at the top of week number 16. Um, you know, if you are still in the playoffs, I guarantee there are question marks. There are COVID, uh, you know, scares on, on teams. It's just insane how scary it is right now. And you, you want to field the best team. You know, you want to put your strongest team out there. I mean, Austin Eckler, you know, for example, that guy, you know, uh, has, has won teams and got them into the playoffs this year. He's a big question mark. They don't even have him listed as a COVID player yet, but there's a big Q by his name, but it's because of COVID. And will they or will they not announce his name 
uh, going into uh, Thursday. So there's just so many questions about who you who you start, who you don't start, and and bringing that up on the waivers. You know, that's a player that you should have. You should go out there and try to take Jackson um, if he's available. You know, um, Justin Jackson, he's the one playing if if Austin Eckler Eckler doesn't play this week. So that's right off the bat uh, a waiver addition that I I put on there. Um, Amon Ra St. Brown, I talked about him last week from Detroit. He is now considered a wide receiver one uh, in, in fantasy football, especially with what's going on, especially... You know, when I talk about him being a big pickup the past few weeks, seems like he's not only that, he's like a must-add and a must-start uh, on that Detroit offense. Uh, he's now totaled 35 targets over his past three games um, and has had two top 10 fantasy finishes in that frame. So uh, go get Amon St. Brown now, the Detroit wide receiver. And then, of course... Ronald Jones talks, Spanky. I mean, it's truly shocking that Jones is still available in a majority of fantasy football leagues out there. Just looking at the numbers, man, he is still available. He's only rostered in 30% of fantasy football leagues. And with Leonard Fournette likely to miss the next couple of weeks, Jones becomes the top waiver wire pickup uh, moving forward. So those three right there, um, did I say anything about those three that, that make you uh doubt that or 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 do do you not like any of those pickups for for moving forward uh i would say if you have if you're a fournette owner which i am in my other league is still going uh i i don't know that ronald jones i mean obviously yeah you're going to that but i don't think he'd be rostered up until this point just because of that backfield uh i'm surprised you didn't mention the duke duke johnson making his reemergence i mean Duke John- if you drafted Duke, right, exactly. Nobody had Duke Johnson, but I promise you somebody's going to go out and grab him for a plug-and-play because it's getting it's getting thin on what, what you can hope for. Hey, don't start the guys that got you there. Just go out and scramble around and get the guys that are producing now. Right. Also uh, on my list here, I've got uh, Tyler Johnson, wide receiver from Tampa Bay. Uh, who else do I have here? Oh, Tyler Hundley quarterback for Baltimore, you know, he might be somebody that you're looking at this week if if Lamar Jackson's not going to be doing anything. Duke Johnson I had here down at a uh at a lower spot, but you know, if if you need some some players, uh Kendrick Bourne from New England, Marquez Callaway from New Orleans. Now, Callaway had a solid game a week for team against the Bucks, but uh you know, we didn't have enough data to to see if we could actually trust him. Uh, starting in lineups for Week 16, but that you know that matchup doesn't look bad for Callaway there. So there's just a few waiver wire pickups that you need to go out there and target for this week, especially in Week 16. And I'm telling you right now, kickers and defense. I always talk about it. There are a couple of defenses that look pretty good, uh, and, and the Chargers was one of them. And they they you know I I had them on my list, and and what did they do? I don't know how many points they scored, but the Eagles also have a good matchup. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, how did their defense do this week? Did they do anything? I mean, these these were waiver wire pickups, obviously, for next week. Not And see, that schedule's got you all jacked up now, Spanky, doesn't it? Well, you got the games that went on, two games on Monday night, two games last night. It's kind of hard to, in, in most leagues, your waivers aren't going to go, they're, everything's a day behind. So it's just, it, it's it's very hard to, I mean, you can look ahead, you can obviously look at the schedule, but 
it's matchups. But here's the thing, just also don't you say that you don't know if you'd pick up this person or that. You just almost you got you gotta have as many outs as far as a poker term goes, as many outs as you possibly can on your roster going forward with two weeks left. Some of the championship is this week, most of the championship is the following week. In case something comes down late, you have to have outs with with depth on your bench. So I know we've complained before about the extra bench spots in our particular main league, but it's actually coming into play now just for having that depth and, and being able to start people. But it's, 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 I honestly don't know what we're going to be looking like this week because it's a disappointing. A lot of people that had big time players last week didn't survive. You agree with that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and um, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is, too. I know in your league that we're in together, you posed the question to try to give a little bit of a help to teams out there uh, that are dealing with this COVID thing because, you know, it, it changed a lot of lineups. And, it, and the strongest teams out there might not have made it to the, the next round because those players weren't there and they, and they maybe weren't able to pick up a backup or something moving forward. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I, tra- you know, I brought it up early on in the season – in three leagues out of the five that I was in, I brought up the COVID thing. And I said, you know, so, so you know, how are we going to deal? And, and, and most of the people were like, well, you're just going to deal with it. How the NFL's dealing with it? And how's the NFL dealing with it, Spank? They're dealing with it saying, okay, here you go. Joe Smith is a quarterback for the, 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 you know, whoever. I mean, it's just, that's how it is. So it sucks that it's like that. And it sucks that if you have jelly beans at stake, that the best teams that could be out there are not out there because of COVID. So uh, let's let's move on and uh, get past the waiver talk here, and uh, let's talk about something I wanted to do just for this week since it's a Christmas weekend. What players, what fantasy football players deserve a lump of coal this year? And I threw out, you know, hey, you know what? Well, it's because he was injured. I don't care. He still deserves a lump of coal, all right, because these are players that you drafted very high that you thought are going to give you the best chance to win your fantasy football league, and they deserve a big, giant lump of coal. Spanky, before I get to my list, is there anybody out there, and it it can be from your personal teams that you've had that you've been upset with that you drafted really high and haven't done anything for you, or they can be someone that you know, know, I've got out of my four players that I'm going to give a lump of coal to, Two of them I have in a majority of my leagues. The other two, I stayed the heck away from them, and and for good reason. But anyway, uh, who who do you want to give a lump of coal to this weekend, Spank? My biggest one would be, and it's on myself, is for taking him too early. It would be Antonio Gibson would be my main one, but I also have to shed the light on, I thought I was drafting a pretty stable, uh, and injuries aside, you know, David Montgomery, I have to go in there. So I, I, if I'm not mistaken, those are my one-twos on my first two picks. So you, you figure, okay, I got a nice stable of running backs. But, man, I think if, if I'm given a, a gift of two running, two running backs, which is a, a, a hard-to-come-by position on most weeks for steadiness, I would give cold to those two cats, mainly because I'm bitter and both of them let me down this week. But yeah, so Montgomery, um, looking at his his fantasy point production for you this year, um, week one he got 18, week four 22, uh, week 13 24. You know those are big numbers. You know, and 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 those might sound like big numbers. 
but this is a PPR league that we're in together. Um, those are the only three weeks that he did something big for you um, or did something big for people out there. You know, week five, six, seven, eight, giant zeros, you know, and again, sorry. Well, he was injured. He was I, injured. But, but see, I don't care. I mean, it, I don't care. I, I'm throwing, you know, you expect, and this is the truth. When you draft your players week one, you don't expect injuries, Spank. Let's just be honest. You know, you don't want these guys to get injured. Who wants the players to get injured? Nobody. I want my player to play every single game. I want him to play 16 games. A se- I don't care, okay? I'm not drafting him to get injured. I'm drafting him to play. You drafted Montgomery to play and score your points. If you draft players to get injured, get out of fantasy football. That's all there is to it. So he deserves a lump of coal. Big fat one. And I'm glad you said him. Gibson. Herm Edwards is laughing at you right now. <laughs> You play to win the game. Gibson. I mean, oh my goodness. I mean, the same deal. I mean, let's look at this guy. He's played every single game this season. (laughs) And he's only gotten you, let's see here, one, two, three, four, well, five weeks out of the 15 where he put up good numbers. But other weeks, you know, just under, 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 way under 10 points, and that's not going to do it for you. So I can see why you might be bitter about that one and giving him a lump of coal. Here's my four players, all right? And, and I'm going to go with the two that I didn't have on any of my teams this year. Uh, Derek Henry, man, for, for the Titans, started off the season exactly where you wanted him to be when you drafted him. He was a top three running back in drafted this year was playing at top three, maybe a number one running back this season. Uh, it only lasted to week eight, um, and, and it just it just wasn't good after that. You, you, you know, if you drafted Derrick Henry and you had to deal with that headache, because who do you who do you pick up? You know, for his backup. Um, you know, he looks to be back for the playoffs. So if the Titans can make it, but I mean, that, what's that going to do for fantasy football playoffs? Nothing. So you had Derrick Henry for for eight weeks. Uh, he deserves a lump of coal. Sorry. I don't care if it was an injury or not. We draft you to play the games. Christian McCaffrey, the other running back that was arguably number one in every league. I'm going to give you a stat, Spanky, and this is gonna. This is why he deserves a big fat lump of coal. Because people are bitter. I mean, fantasy football makes people bitter. We've talked about it before. All right? It, it, it messes up friendships. You know, the guy that I'm playing this week in, in your fantasy football league, I truly... Do not care if I ever see that guy again. I mean, or talk to him again. I just honestly don't. And, uh, you know, I hate to use that word. You know, I don't hate anybody, but I don't have a lot of respect for people. He's one of them. So <laughs> that's what fantasy football does to relationships. But Christian McCaffrey, <laughs> only 35% of teams who drafted him in the first round only 35% of those teams, Spanky, are still in the playoffs a day, according to ESPN. <laughs> well, our, 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 our buddy, Kalma, he called it during one of our uh, preseason episodes that he didn't, he didn't see it there, and injuries were catching up to him. What's this do to him going forward? How do you – I don't see McCaffrey going early. When do you take a flyer on him going next year? But, yeah, I would, I would agree with that. 35% of teams – made the playoffs with him on their team. That's just not even oh, big giant lump of coal. Wide receivers, I got two of them and I and I drafted uh I drafted these guys in as many leagues as I could. The first one I'm going to talk about is DeAndre Hopkins, wide receiver, you know, uh he should be applauded for how effective 
uh, he's been with so few targets, but fantasy managers like me, we, we're not really high on praising him right now. Uh, he's been fine, you know, on the surface, seven touchdowns, three games with 20 plus points, but uh, we, I wasn't looking to draft a, a, a quote unquote just fine, fine player in the second round. Uh, Hopkins buttoned, uh, bottomed out with, with, with two outings under 10 points already. Uh, he just missed a, a game with hamstring injuries. He's out for the rest of the playoffs. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, you looked at that team and you thought, well, there's going to be Kirk, Green, Moore, who else? Uh, you know, uh, players that were going to take away targets, but never did I think that he was not going to be a top five wide receiver. He's not. He's just not. So he deserves a big giant fat lump of coal. And wide receiver Stefan Diggs, a year removed from leading the NFL in receptions. Again, Diggs started out big, but he's only second on his own team right now in receptions. The entire offense funneled through him last season. And Diggs was a big, big target. Drafted number one or first overall by some teams in their fantasy football draft. He has zero games with 10-plus receptions. He hit that mark five times last season. He's only broken 100 receiving yards in a game once this year after doing so seven times in 2020. Thankfully, he's been consistent for for fantasy managers who paid up for that big first-round ADP. But, man, Diggs has one game under 10 PPR points and one over 20. Uh, you know what you're going to get with him week to week, but still, I mean, big giant lump of coal. I don't, I, I, I just, he's he's giving me so many headaches, man. You know, it's one of those guys you want to set and forget, and it's just like, come on, really, really, you're getting a lump of coal from me, Stefan Diggs. Sorry, buddy. Um, let's move on. Thursday night football focus, Spanky. Here we go. Hey, San- before you before you go into that though, I want to touch on on one thing real quick since you threw out those numbers. I'm going to give you the names of basically the dead pool of bodies that, that cost a lot of teams here real quick. So we got Mike Evans last week, 1.90 points. James Conner, 8 points. Joe Mixon, 6.5 points. Tyler Murray lays a turd train, 16.58 points. Jamar Chase, 0.80 points. Joe Burrow, 14 points. Michael Pittman Jr., yes, he was ejected, 1.2 points. Tom Brady, 8.76 points. CeeDee Lamb, 8 points. Najee Harris, 3 points. Cordell Patterson, 3 points. Jason Hill, 9 points. Dalvin Cook, 10 points. My point of that is a ton of playoff teams had these top echelon players on their teams. Yeah. And now they're in the consolation bracket with yeah. a lot of these. They all deserve giant so lumps of coal. I just to point that out. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a massive list there. Uh, uh, you just don't you expect a game here or there, but it was a wrong. If you, this was the golden year to have the golden first round buy, you dodged one there. Yeah, that's the absolute truth, man. And looking at you know teams going forward, you know some stud players on on teams right now like Dalvin Cook. Um, uh, who else here? Like okay, look at Dalvin Cook. Look at players like Cooper Cup. Look at players like, uh, who else? Uh, let's just say, throw out there. I guess you could throw out Eckler, even though you know he's two, two of those players are on my team. You can't have those teams giving you giant lumps of coal this week. You just can't. They've got to put points up for you for you to win your playoffs. Um, Thursday night football focus. Here we go tonight. Uh, a big matchup. And really some strong. What's that? Today's Wednesday, tomorrow night. Okay, I'm going to edit that out. We we don't post this until tomorrow. You ready? 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it so people know how radio podcasting works. So what do you want? What did you say? (laughs) Podcasting. It is what it is. I'm just saying. We've had football almost every day. I mean, there probably is a game somewhere tonight. (laughs) All right. So Maybe the Arizona Cardinals decide to show up. Hey, right. Kyler Murray, I'm, I'm back. Sorry, I was just playing. I thought it was recess. My bad. Oh, my God. All right, so for Thursday night football, whenever Thursday night football happens, it's the 49ers versus the Titans. And I think this game is all about, you know, um, is Elijah Mitchell going to play? Uh, who's going to be the running back? It, Garoppolo, I think you got to, if you've got him on your team, you start him. It's just a good matchup against Tennessee. Uh, but Mitchell has cleared concussion protocol. Uh, still dealing with a little knee injury, though. Um, if he doesn't play, Jeff Wilson Jr. will be the primary back once again. But obviously, the same sentiments apply. You know what happens? You know Tennessee held Najee Harris to just 26 yards on on 14 touches, so they legitimately have a tough matchup. Even uh, Jonathan Taylor had two quiet performances against this unit. Wilson brings next to nothing in the receiving game too, so he's even less likely to have a great day on Thursday night. So. Uh, if Elijah Mitchell plays, I think you start Elijah Mitchell. Stay away from anybody else, though. Garoppolo you go with. Of course, Debo Samuel you want to hook up big time. Brandon Ayuk, I think, is a big one. Makes a lot of sense to start him tonight, too. So those are some some players. I think Jimmy Garoppolo, too, just looks like he's figuring it out now, Spanky. Would you agree? Uh, I don't know, man. They wouldn't draft a Trey Lance if- Now's the wrong time to figure it out unless you're shopping for the future. Well, I'm just saying, I mean, this season he's starting to figure it out. I mean, some of the pass attempts he's had have been very high-quality pass attempts. All of his receivers are getting involved, especially tied in George Kittle. I mean, so I like I like the potential for some, some scoring tonight from those wide receivers. For Tennessee, uh, Ryan Tannenhill... Just two games after getting activated off the IR, uh, Julio Jones left the Titans' Week 15 game against the Pittsburgh Steelers, so taking his big gun again away from him. Jones' return was 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 shining a little light for Tannenhill's fantasy appeal towards a stretch and run, but now he's back to having a bunch of replacement-level skill position players. So I would stay away from Tannenhill. He is again, you know, it, I mean, I would say 15 to 20 points maybe, Uh Titans offense really has very little fantasy appeal right now at this this stage moving forward. But two players that I that I do like that I think you can start for the Titans tonight. Deontay Foreman rushed 22 times for 109, two catches and 27 yards last week. He led the team in backfield touches, but rolled his ankle uh, ending that game with some tape work. He got back to practice yesterday. Should be good to go with those same amount of ball touches tonight. Uh, but be careful. He's only, I think, an RB2-3 uh, right now in most leagues. Totally dependent on volume. But I would definitely, if I had him on my team, I, w- I would plug him in at a flex spot this week, especially with so many players going through that COVID stuff. Deontay Foreman, that might be a big start for you this week. And then the wide receiver that I think everyone's been waiting for, A.J. Brown, You know, in the first week, Brown was eligible to return after being placed on IR in late November. Uh, this could be the week. Brown will have to show he's healthy in practice uh, today and 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 and, the, and be clear tomorrow. But uh, again, with Julio Jones out again, it seems like Brown 
is the one that's back this week and might be the one getting most of the targets. So A.J. Brown, again, I think could be a good flex start for you. Spanky? Uh, with him being out that was so so long, I don't – I don't know if I would trust AJ Brown in my finals matchup. I don't. I don't know. That's. I'm telling you right now. That. If I had him on my team, I'd probably be starting him this week. <laughs> Only because you probably have Jamar Chase and you're mad. At him. <laughs> All right, that's uh, the week 16 Thursday night football focus. Let's get to the biggest booms and busts for week 16. Spanky, this is all yours, buddy. Let's start off with your biggest boom at quarterback this week. Who you got? It doesn't matter at this point. I really just throw darts and pull names out of a hat because I've been wrong so many times with this. So, honestly, whenever I'm doing this, it's just basically gas that's affecting my thinking. So, I'm going to go with the no-brainer, and and, and hopefully uh, he pays off for myself. But Patrick Mahomes versus Pittsburgh at home. It's home in December in KC in, in Arrowhead. So, I think I'll take it, even though even though he may be without Tyreek. Still, I guess we'll with the new stuff in place. We'll have to see how that plays out if he'll make it in time. But playoffs, you, you got to go with Mahomes as a boom. All right, I like that. You know, I mean, he's a top two quarterback in every sort of league there is. Justin Herbert looks like the only quarterback that should score more points than him. Uh, people actually have Kyler Murray against Indiana as someone that could be a boom uh, quarterback for you this week. And then looking down the the line here. Uh, Joe Burrow, uh, the matchup against Baltimore, he's another quarterback that uh, their teams are starting him this week. He's rated at a, at a B uh, average right now for fantasy football uh, this week. Who's your boom at uh, running back? So, well, hold your water here. If you survived, if you survived last week with Kyler Murray as your QB one, do you honestly feel comfortable starting him this week? Yes. After him going against the Detroit defense and only putting up 16 points, and then prior to that, only 21 points. Yes, Colts' defense is 24th against fantasy quarterbacks this year. The end. That's why you're playing and I'm sitting. (laughs) Running back boom this week. Jonathan Taylor, because I called it last week, he was quiet until the Patriots decided to end the game with Three minutes left, and he broke off a nice, I think, 80-yard TD. But Jonathan Taylor, he's a fantasy MVP in my book. The Colts, uh, I think they're just going to try to keep the train rolling and keep the ball in his hands as much as he, uh, as much as they can. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Jonathan Taylor, I wish I had him, and I'm betting you the majority of the people that have Jonathan Taylor on their rosters are in the playoffs. I agree, and I'm not going to argue with that one. Who's your wide receiver boom this week? C.D. Lamb versus Washington at home. Volume always keeps Lamb a wide receiver one, in my opinion. Cowboys have to get it rolling on one one way or the other. Maybe it's my love for our friend that I keep picking Cowboys. I don't know what it is, but 11 points versus Washington in Week 14. I think he doubles that this week. All right, that's a good one. And who's your flex boom for this week? You touched on him a little bit earlier, but Ronald Jones, at Carolina, why not? Someone has to carry the ball in Tampa Bay because Tom Brady can't run 13-yard scrambles every play of the game. So multiple multiple injuries make me feel like this can just be a force feed to Ronald Jones this week. Uh, I honestly don't even know who the other running backs are in Tampa Bay. But I know, obviously, Fournette is out. But I just think a hunch, if you're trying to plug and play and you're 
feeling a little dicey. Ronald Jones wouldn't be the worst option in a wide receiver running back flex position. Keyshawn Vaughn is the other running back on the roster for this week in Tampa Bay, and uh, he's probably going to be the one that goes off for 20 fantasy points. Um, Probably. (laughs) Who are your busts this week, Spanky, starting with quarterback? Kyler Murray, I don't like you anymore. Oh, no! If you survived last week with Murray, don't trust him and his (laughs) two-foot legs. So you're not starting Kyler Murray this week? If I if I would have advanced, it would be very difficult to start to start him at home. You if you know it depends on your options as always. Thankfully, I don't have that. I mean, I have Mahomes in my other league, so I'm good. But I'm really mad at Kyler Murray right now because he, all I see is just his feet scrambling. <laughs> and props to Detroit because Detroit gave the Vikings fits, and they actually beat the Vikings for their first victory. Yeah. So I I really don't like. Detroit right now because they keep doing they have a problem with my player my fantasy players when they play them so right now I just I, I'm really mad uh Kyler Murray me and him is going to have to have a little talk being that we're the same height even though I'm wider um I just it'd be I'm just putting him on the bus mainly because I'm mad at him all right so let me ask you a couple of questions real quick about Kylie Kyler Murray being a bust this week because I, I mean I think he's going to have a great great game versus the Colts who do you start Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson? Oof. Oof. Are you kidding me right now? No, I'm just no. I don't like Russ either. So no, I you I would probably go Kyler Murray there, even though I'm mad at him. Ky- because I like Kyler him Murray or Kirk Cousins. Uh let me see who Kirk Cousins, Cousins has got the Rams. Playing. Uh no, I'd have to go Kyler there. Okay. I don't and, like any quarterback against the Rams. And then Kyler Murray or Derek Carr. Carr going against the, the Broncos. Kyler Murray, but I'm still mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can still start him and be mad at him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're saying he's going to be a bust this week, though. But here's and it's because I'm still fueled by my anger on how you lay and and because let's be honest, in my in, in my team was very weak going into the playoffs. I I expected this to happen, but not not sixteen. I mean sixteen points. <laughs> sixteen points from Kyler Murray. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean your team, uh, your team was 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 not. Good. Only, I mean, not good at all. But neither was my team. If I would have been in the playoffs, I would have gotten beat by the other two teams as well. So, uh, who's your running back bus this week, Spank? Uh, I played against them this week, so I am going to keep them on the bus list. But uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire uh, versus Pittsburgh at home, we kind of touched at that uh, again. But I think it's a Mahomes game. I'm hoping it's a Mahomes game. I hope Mahomes comes out and throws five TDs. But uh, Pittsburgh's defense is not as stout as they used to be against the run. And uh, Hilaire is actually only averaging 14 touches in four games, and that's not enough for me to, unless they're going to try to push it through him, which they're not. It's Mahomes, so right. Hilaire, I wouldn't trust him. All right, who's your wide receiver bust? Cooper Cup. Yes, I agree. Mar- yes, Cooper Cup is going to have bust, bust, bust. No, and that's and that's the other thing, piggybacking off of earlier. If you have Cooper Cup in your lineup and you're on your team, I promise you, you're probably in the playoffs as well. But <laughs> Jamar Chase, again, I'm mad at you. I don't, I don't like it when you when you get zero point eight points 
0.8 points. And you, you dropped a 30-burger on Baltimore in week seven, but I'm not sure what the issue is, what's going on. It's like Mr. Inconsistency has showed up instead of number one, Jamar Chase. So okay. I hope he's hit that wall, <laughs> but... I also, I also, he will, decide, he will decide to play this week because he's like, oh, yeah. Spanks don't need me no more. I guess I'll go off now. Yeah, I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Jamal Chase being your, your uh, Jamar Chase being your, your bust. So let me again, let's ask some questions here on who you start. Okay, do you start Jamar Chase or do you start DK Metcalf versus the I Bears? I will never trust DK Metcalf. No, uh, Jamar, just because I don't okay. trust DK. Jamar Chase or Mike Williams. From the Chargers against Houston, they're both inconsistent as of lately. But Williams was getting some balls his way. I would probably you can't you don't not sit and chase. Let's be realistic, not <laughs> sitting. <him. laughs> okay, so you're not you're going to start Jamar Chase over Amon Ra St. Brown against the Falcons. No, I would Brown would be a good. Would be a good plug yeah. and play there. I like Brown. I really do. And if I don't get one of these three receivers in your league that I'm trying to claim right now, then I'm saying the fix is in and I'm never playing fancy football in the Big Daddy fancy football league. Just so you know. Oh, that accusation was made a long time ago, and we don't need to rehash that. But <laughs> there's a lot of people that are rooting against you. Oh, I don't care. So just, I, you know, they're they're, they're, they're so all babies. Know. They're all babies. All of them. I'm just letting you. Hey, I'm the sponge. Thankfully, I'm fat and I'm a sponge, and I can absorb a lot of stuff. But I also hear the yeah. pros and cons of yeah. Why are well, yeah. you going there? Well, no, notice who they go. don't ever talk to. They don't. They don't ever talk to me. You know, they don't ever say anything to me because they know that they're dummies and they know that they're babies. And I love when it comes to fantasy football. Everybody thinks they're an expert until you know someone has their own podcast and they don't want to talk to the guy. Well, that's like that's how I got this gig, isn't it? I thought I was. Oh, maybe not. No, 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 no. No, it's. It, it is what it is. Uh, commissioners learn from those type of things. We move on. It's not a big deal. But we can have a debate. Like we can have a debate next year when everything's calmed down on that trade that you're talking about right now. Okay, and there was nothing wrong with that trade. I'm going to stand by it. You did the right oh, thing. I, I just I disagree wholeheartedly. No, you disagree because you have personal feelings involved. That's why. So no, why would any individual make a trade for a quarterback that you say you need when he's on a buy? Roll it a week, and then everything's fine. And then, if you still want to do, that's the that's the issue. Not true, because just because people... just because you don't need a running back doesn't mean that the other person says that that trade's going to be there next week. If the trade's not going to be there next week, then the, that's the way that works. So again, there was nothing no. wrong with the trade. It was, the guy needed a quarterback. I needed a running back. The end. Fair deal. Um, yeah, but you just so, proved my point, though. You what? just proved my point, though. Hold on a second. I know you got the microphone. We'll listen to everything you have to say, wedding singer. But when somebody says, well, I need to make a move because I have to start a quarterback, you don't make a move for that quarterback when you can't even use that quarterback and you're still fighting for a spot. Why give up a top-tier running back for a quarterback on a bye? It makes zero sense. Well, I already answered the question. I'm not going to repeat myself. So let's move on. Uh, who is your, uh, what are we at, wide receiver or running back now? I don't know Flex, flex bus this week. I really put all my marbles. And Alvin Kamara, I I mean, he was on the boom last week, and I even said it. Here's my notes. You want to put the ball in his hand? Well, they didn't. And and, and for the bus, I would be skeptical if I had – I'd be scared if I had Alvin going up against Miami's defense. Luckily, they're at home. But he laid a, a turducket last week, 
and now gets the Miami defense. The only plus I see is that New Orleans is at home. But, again, you have to put the ball in their hands. But I think defenses, especially Miami, they're targeting Alvin Kamara. But he would be on my bus list for this playoff edition. Yeah, he only rushed the ball 11 times last week. And both you and I were, were, were all over the guy saying, man, this, this, they figured it out. They, you know, they, they've, they've got it. They've got to have Kamara be the number one folk. I mean, and, it, and I feel like we're just like we we're channeling our buddy Kelna's spirit or his ghost. I mean, he, you know, he's a huge Kamara fan and he would go off every single, why are they not using him the way he's about that? I mean, he would, I mean, literally call me and just go off. And, and so I thought, man, last week, this is the week. You know, they're going to give this guy at least 20 touches, whether it be passing attempts or rushing attempts. Well, last week, I think he only caught two of six. So that would have been a total of you know, 17 total attempts his way. He needs to be a minimum 20. If he gets that minimum 20 this week, Spanky, do you like him not being a bust? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when you put the ball in his hands, I mean, that's the good things are going to happen, but. Eleven rushes and six targets is not going is not what you signed up for when you now Alvin Kamara was on my preseason I believe not draftable but he's Alvin Kamara you're going to but do you think you that Alvin more. do you think Alvin Kamara deserves a giant lump of coal or the New Orleans offense of coordinator uh, New Orleans offense as a whole <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, very good, very good. So that is uh, it for the booms and busts and week number 16. Fantasy Football Junkies almost in the book, but it wouldn't be over unless Spanky got to get on his spank box. I think I got him all riled up for you too, folks. Let's see what our friendly neighborhood commissioner has to say this week. It's all yours, man. Hey, don't be that guy. Get to the playoffs and the commissioners, hey, only these guys can add and drop players. Don't be that guy. That, oh, so, so, I, oh, so I can still, I'm playing for nothing, but I, don't be that guy. This commissioner will reach through the phone, will smack you around a little bit, and I'll tell you, and I'll put my finger right in your chest and say, hey, don't be that guy. Follow the rules, <laughs> Follow the rules, fool. I love it. I love it. Guys, that is it for week 16. Good luck this weekend in the playoffs. Spanky, I'm going to be back in St. Louis, so maybe hopefully we can get together and at least see each other for uh, one Long Island tea. That'd be nice. I hope you and your family have a wonderful Christmas. Uh, peace, love, and joy to everybody listening, and uh, we appreciate it. And for the family members and friends that aren't with us this holiday season, let's just remember those folks as well, okay? Spank, good luck uh, in your other league that you're still in the playoffs, okay? And uh, I'll be back, actually, to pick up all the burgers you owe me from all our burger bets. Be bigger when you leave. <laughs>